We shall fight with growing confidence and growing strength in the air. We shall fight on the beaches. We shall fight on the landing grounds. We shall fight in the fields and in the streets. We shall never surrender until in God's good time, the new world with all its power and might steps forth to the rescue and the liberation of people. In times of universal deceit, truth is the only rebellion left. On today's show, trans activists stormed the Capitol by the hundreds in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And what's that sound you hear from the mainstream media? Crickets. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Good morning and welcome to The Rebellion. Thank you for listening into the show. Today's topic is deception in the news. How the news manipulates the information that you get on a daily basis. One key example, exhibit A if you will of that, is this activity that took place in the Oklahoma capital, the state capital of Oklahoma, Oklahoma City, on February 6th. Some have called it Tranuary 6th, and they've equated it to the January 6th occupying of the United States Capitol by the protesters of that particular presidential election, those who believe that the tally, the count, the vote was not accurate, and they were calling upon the legislature, the legislative branch of the United States to do something about it. Now, I want to make it clear, I think a lot of people who were at that event on January 6th, 2020, were good people. There were hundreds of thousands of people who didn't even know that the Capitol, the United States Capitol, was breached. There were literally hundreds of thousands of people at that event who didn't even know that that particular activity was taking place. I have friends that were there. They came home. They drove home or either rode a bus or a plane home before they even knew the news of what actually happened there. I've had other people tell me that as they were at that event, they saw very strange things happening. Buses pulling up with people dressed in black. Very peculiar group of people that obviously didn't belong. Why were they being bussed in and why were they being incorporated into the crowd to agitate and to lead? All that said, I also believe that there were some people who entered the Capitol and they were very foolish. If you breached a barrier, if you broke down a barrier and proceeded into the Capitol against the wishes of security, for example, ignoring their demands, then you were wrong. You should have turned around when you were told to. Um, I think you broke the law at that point in time if you ignored security's demands. Also, if you entered the Capitol and you took something off the walls or off of a congressman or senator's desk, that was definitely wrong. If you put your feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk and had pictures taken of you, that was wrong. However, with those differences aside, and I don't know if anybody down in Oklahoma City even came close to doing that, I do know this, however. Hundreds of people, if not thousands of people, occupied the Capitol, disrupted business, 
I'm going to play an audio clip of that for you after we take this break. So, with some differences noted, or at least potential differences noted, until we know the full story, why in the world is the media portraying this as an exercise of democracy, whereas they're portraying people who are protesting the election results as being insurrectionist? Why is the media focusing on just a handful of people among hundreds of thousands that were on the mall in Washington, D.C. on January 6th as being crazy, anti-democratic, anti-American, anti-constitutional, not jobs? Why? Why does the media portray it that way? When they know, everybody in the media knows, that it was just a very small percentage of, of a percentage of people that actually did something that could be described and defined as illegal. But yet you don't hear anything out of the mainstream media challenging the people that enter a state capital here in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, and disrupt, occupy the entire building. You don't hear anything. Nothing. Crickets. This is one of the problems we have in our culture right now, is whether you're on the left or the right, you don't trust the media because it's always skewed. It's always biased. There's no balance. There's no fairness. There's no honesty. It's as clear as the nose on your face that the news that you get on a daily basis is written from a politically laden agenda. Global warming? You're called a nut job. You're called crazy if you challenge it and suggest, wait a second. We get 80, uh, I think the number is 84%. I know it's over 80. We get 84% of our electricity from fossil fuels, coal and natural gas. That's a fact. So when somebody raises their hand and says, wait a second, wait a second, we're talking about electric vehicles, but you have to plug them into something and that outlet that you plug those vehicles into gets its energy, its electricity, from a power plant. It doesn't just come out of thin air. And what fuels that power plant? Coal and natural gas. To the tune of well over 80% of the electricity that we consume on a daily basis in the United States. So when there's a meme out there that shows a trainload of coal, car after car, in tow, full of coal... And the meme says, fuel for electric cars. It's fact-checked. You're shut down because people don't like it. They don't want to attend to the facts. They don't want to be challenged. They don't want to even think about the possibility that their political agenda associated with climate change, global warming, shutting down the, the, the energy industry in the United States, they don't want to ask questions like, how are you going to power your military with windmills and solar? Can you do that? Can you defend the country if you get rid of fossil fuels? Does a battleship run on wind? Solar? No. Not one that's going to win a war. Does an airplane or a jet? And how about these private jets that the elites fly? Why aren't they? taking sailing vessels to and from Europe rather than their own private aircraft. Because they're hypocrites. 
you ask these questions and all you get is condemnation from the left. Because they're not open-minded. They don't want to talk about real issues of the day. You bring up the fact that the climate change agenda will disproportionately affect the third world because we're forcing those people into burning whatever fuel they can find in the garbage. Dirty fuel, wood, dung, whatnot. And respiratory disease and death will be exasperated disproportionately for the poor. You point that out, nobody wants to talk about it. You don't hear stories from the left about that, do you? And then when it comes to this trans gender issue. You point out the fact that there's no more scientific fact that's, that's more obvious in our daily lives than the reality of whether you're a male or a female, man or a woman, a boy or a girl. You point that out, and you're the bigot. You're the science denier? This is crazy talk. You point out the fact that these people that deny science and they want to butcher children that aren't old enough to buy cigarettes or alcohol or vote or even go take a job without their parents' consent. You point out the fact that you have a bunch of radicals that want to empower these children, enable these children, to make body-altering, life-altering decisions, butcher their bodies, cut off functioning organs, inject steroids, hormones into their bodies that change who they are. You point out that this could be wrong because these children don't even have fully developed brains. You point out the inconsistency that legally they're not even adults yet. They can't make other decisions. They can't get a driver's license to drive a car my land, but yet you want to empower them and enable them and affirm them to cut off functioning organs, healthy organs from their bodies. And then you point out that the Hippocratic Oath itself should should restrict doctors from ever even considering this. You'd want to talk about this, and you're a transphobe. You're the evil one. Matt Walsh, he's a terrible human being for challenging the definition of a woman. Well, he's not challenging the definition of a woman. He's pointing out the fact that it's an objective definition that can't be changed by politics. He's pointing out the fact that women are real. They're not fantasies. They're not fabrications. Anyway... Let's take a break here. Let our sponsors acknowledge their support of the rebellion. And then when I get back, I'm going to play you an audio clip, and I'm going to possibly read you a couple different stories of this occupying storming of the Capitol in Oklahoma City and ask you to think about why you're hearing such a different narrative out of the mainstream media, or you're hearing crickets, one or the other. But yet you've got a couple conservative pieces out there. One that was written by Not the Bee, which I'll focus on, and they actually draw attention to what's going on. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion. Let's take a break, and I'll be right back in a couple minutes. In 1978, George and Kate Tedford set out to protect Oklahoma businesses better. Today, their son and our CEO, Mark Tedford, is excited to carry on his family's legacy. Professional liability, compliance, property, workers' comp, health and life. Tedford Insurance's dedicated team gives you access to the nation's largest insurance providers, negotiates the best rates, and protects their own legacy like no one else. Call 918-299-2345 or tedfordinsurance.com. The Patriot Auto Group, locally owned and operated. 
The Patriot family of dealerships takes great pride in supporting the communities we serve throughout the great state of Oklahoma. The Patriot Auto Group's charitable work has been recognized throughout Oklahoma. Whether it's visiting one of our local dealerships or simply shopping and buying online with our doorstep delivery, the Patriot Auto Group takes the stress out of buying a new or used vehicle. And every purchase comes with our exclusive peace of mind, Patriot Pledge. You get engines for life, plus one-year maintenance, and 10 full years of roadside assistance, plus so much more. Sure, we can sell you a car, but supporting our community and lending a hand to our neighbors in need? Sold. The Patriot Auto Group. Proud Oklahomans in the communities we serve. Okay, welcome back to The Rebellion. I want to read to you. I think I'll read the whole thing to you. It's not very long at all. It's an article or post written by Not The Bee. Now, if you don't follow The Bee, The Bee is satire. They're hilarious. It's written from a Christian worldview, a biblical worldview. But the writers for The Bee, their headlines are so close to reality that sometimes they actually they actually cause people to think that the story is true. But the bee is satire. And as I've said before, good humor is always is always close to reality or it's not funny. Good humor has to have a good measure of truth in it or it doesn't make you laugh. Well, that's true for satire in particular. Follow the bee. They have excellent satire. So just Google it, the bee, if you don't follow them right now. Well, they have something that's called not the bee and not the bee is not satire okay it's produced by the same folks but it's true it's real news as opposed to satire sometimes it's hard to distinguish between the two so this is written by not the bee posted by them harris rigby is the author of this the headline is trans activists stormed the oklahoma state capitol yesterday but for some reason You haven't heard about it from the media. He starts out by saying this. Move over January 6th. Make way for February 6th. By the way, sidebar, some are calling it Tranuary 6th right now, and appropriately so. So back to the article. Move over January 6th. Make way for February 6th. You may have missed this one yesterday, but a group of violent leftists trampled all over democratic norms and stormed and occupied the Oklahoma State Capitol, because they want to mutilate kids. Again, I'm reading straight from the article right now. I was told that protesting inside a Capitol building and overwhelming security was a violent insurrection. I wonder why this hasn't made mainstream news. Then he goes on and says this. Here's the video from Oklahoma City. I'm going to stop right here and I'm going to play the video for you. So hold on a second and listen to this. So obviously because you can't see the video, you're hearing the audio, Um, I'll describe it for you. They're in the rotunda 
the center of the state capital. They've occupied the whole thing. Later, they they spread out and they actually occupy the balconies and whatnot, in addition to the main floor of the rotunda. Hundreds, I don't know, maybe thousands of people, it's full, shoulder to shoulder, with the media there, with cameras at the ready, recording these people chanting, trans lives matter, trans lives matter, trans lives matter. That's what they were doing. And what are they protesting? Well, they're protesting a couple laws that the legislature of Oklahoma has either passed and been signed by the governor or laws that are being proposed right now. That's what they're protesting. And what are these laws for? To protect children and protect women and girls. That's what the laws are for. One law which has been signed, one bill which has been signed into law by the governor is a bill that protects women's sports. That men and boys can't participate in things that belong to women and girls. That Title IX actually means something. Then that girls should have their own sport, their own shower, their own locker room, their own scholarships, and that boys should not steal that from them. Why in the world would anybody stand against that who claims to be a feminist, who claims to be pro-woman? But these people are. Trans lives matter. Trans lives matter, they, ch- they shout, in opposition to girls having their own sports, their own locker rooms, their own showers. And no, Don't tell me that that's not true. It is true. If you take a biological male and put him in a female locker room, women have lost their dignity. They've lost their privacy. They've lost their rights as the result of that. Period. End of story. To suggest otherwise is to deny science, biology, physiology, DNA, and genetics. So if you want to talk about science... Don't tell me you want to put a male, a biological male, in female spaces and claim that it's just and right and that you're honoring the truth. You're not. Back to the article. Okay, so after he says, here's the video from Oklahoma City, he then goes on. You've heard the audio from the video. He says this, a group of radical lefties occupied Oklahoma's capital and chanted trans lives matter because they are in favor of kids being mutilated by sadistic doctors because they were confused about their gender. To be fair, he says, a Google search did find one sort of mainstream article from Newsweek. Here's the headline, Trans Rights Protesters Occupying Oklahoma Capitol Sparks Debate. Yes, a debate, says this article. A debate has been sparked. There's no violent insurrection mentioned here. There's no end to democracy mentioned here. Now, now that Democrats are doing the storming, there seems to be room for debate. Is the writer of this article making a good point? I would argue he is. Now, the bills that they're protesting, again, are Senate Bill 129, which would ban gender reassignment surgery for those under 26 years of age. That's what the bill would ban that you can't cut off a girl's breasts or give her a hysterectomy. You can't cut off functioning organs, remove them, unless the person is at least 26 years of age and consents to that. And another bill, Senate Bill 122, which would prohibit people under the age of 18 from undergoing medical treatment for gender reassignment. 
So gender reassignment, medical treatment, what's the difference between the two bills? One, well, one would prohibit surgery for anybody under 26 years of age. You can't remove functioning body parts with a scalpel. You can't cut them off for anybody under 26 years of age. And you, the second bill, 122, would prohibit treatment, hormone therapy, puberty blockers. These two bills have been introduced by Republican state senators. Oh, but this is a peaceful, peaceful protest, you say. It's very different than what took place in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2020. Well, again, you might be able to point out a couple differences that I think conservatives should note, but again, I point out that hundreds of thousands of people were at that rally, that protest, on January 6th, and all of them have been labeled conservative crazies. I know, I know people that were there that weren't even close to the Capitol building that have had the FBI show up at their doorstep here in Oklahoma because somehow somebody found out that they were there, and that makes them a threat to national security. I wonder how many people that stormed Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's Capitol are going to be visited by the government questioned, maybe interrogated at the local police station. Here's a statement from Governor Kevin Stitt, who gave a State of the Union, or excuse me, State of the State address, and I suppose that's why everybody was there. Governor Kevin Stitt standing against the crowd outside and standing in defense of children in his State of the State address said yesterday, that he was calling for the legislature to send me, this is him talking, send me a bill that bans all gender transition surgeries and hormone therapies on minors in the state of Oklahoma. That's what he said, and he received a standing ovation for it. But yet, what you're hearing from the news is these people in the rotunda chanting, trans lives matter, as if the governor doesn't agree that people who struggle with gender dysphoria, their lives matter. Yes, we do believe their lives matter, so much so that we think people should stop cutting off body parts. We believe their lives matter. Okay, so these protesters came into the Capitol, it, it, causing havoc, that's a fact, and making a scene, that's a fact. Matt Walsh says this, this is the worst insurrection in American history. He goes on and says, trans activists stormed the Oklahoma State Capitol to defend their right to castrate, sterilize, and mutilate children. This is not only an insurrection, but easily the most bizarre and disgusting one in history. Does Matt Walsh have a point? I think so. So back to the not the B article. Harris says this, truly, it is bizarre and disgusting that a protest would break out over the supposed right of children and young adults without fully developed brains to permanently mutilate their sexual organs, their bodies. And that the left actually thinks this is a good thing. Again, this is the poster child of science-denying nonsense. The article says this, the left has taken this worship of self to such an insane place. One other person tweeted out there, said, So when the leftists invade legislature, it's democracy in action. But when conservatives do it, it's an insurrection. 
libs of TikTok, which is a conservative, um, a conservative source that's often quite funny and satirical too, but they said this, wow, literally shaking. Oklahoma came under attack today by a group of insurrectionists. I'm sure the FBI is already on it and will use every available resource to identify these domestic terrorists. Trans lives matter. Trans lives matter. Again, back to the not the bee article. Honestly, I hate to play the game, he says, but can you imagine if this was a right-wing group protesting abortion in California or New York? It would 100% be January 6th all over again. People would be in jail from now until kingdom come. End of article. Good point. I sure think so. I mean, rhetorically, can you imagine if pro-life activists actually took over the state capital, the state of New York or California, would, would it be portrayed in the mainstream media as democracy in action? Would it receive favorable press? Would the police stay away? Would the federal government shrug its shoulders and say, hey, free speech, people's house? Well, you know the answer. So the, the difference between January 6th and February 6th, January 6th, 2020, and February 6th, January 6th, 2023, the difference here isn't just in a handful of people in 2020 who did some foolish things who ignored security guards, went through a security gate inappropriately, unlawfully perhaps, or really did something stupid and entered into a congressman's office or senator's office uninvited and actually put their feet up on somebody's desk and had pictures taken of them. I don't care how conservative you are. That was just dumb and wrong. People's house? Yeah, maybe. Or definitely. People's office? A senator's office? A congresswoman's office? No. They have the right to their privacy, too, even if I think their politics are a joke. That was wrong. But to paint the entire January protest over the election as being any different than this thing that took place in Oklahoma City is deceptive. It's a lie. Just because you had a handful of folks that did something foolish in Washington, D.C., that doesn't mean that tens of thousands, literally hundreds of thousands of other people who were there should be persecuted, should be hounded by the FBI. It doesn't mean that people's constitutional rights should be set aside. They had the right to free speech, too. And there's no difference between that event and this one that just took place in Oklahoma City. So if the one in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2020 was a bad deal, then you cannot paint this thing that took place in Oklahoma City any different. And the interesting thing is the folks in Washington, D.C. were simply asking for the election to be investigated because they felt there was enough evidence out there to suggest that there was corruption and they wanted that to be investigated. That's all they were asking for. It's not a bad thing, is it? 
People on the left and the right have always asked for recounts. Stacey Abrams still denies that she lost the election several years ago. Why isn't the left calling her a crazy conspiracy theorist? Others have done the same thing. Hillary Clinton is still suggesting that she didn't really lose. So challenging an election is your constitutional right. This has been going on for centuries. Literally. It's been going on for a couple hundred years. Elections have been challenged. Recounts have been asked for. Ballots have been retabulated. So January 6th was truly an exercise in democracy. But this occupying of the state capitol is an exercise in lunacy. What they're protesting is for the right to butcher children, to cut off their functioning organs, to inject stuff into their body to stop, to stop them from developing normally. Insurrection, I suppose so, and probably the most disgusting one in human history. Matt Walsh is spot on. I'm Dr. Everett Piper, and this is The Rebellion.